Welcome to the January 25th, 2023 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 25, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening today how much you truly love each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 25, beginning in verse 1. These also are Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. As the heavens for height and the earth for depth, so the heart of kings is unsearchable. Take away the dross from silver, and it will go to the silversmith for jewelry. Take away the wicked from before the king, and his throne will be established in righteousness. Do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king, and do not stand in the place of the great. For it is better that he say to you, Come up here, than that you should be put lower in the presence of the prince, whom your eyes have seen. Do not go hastily to court, for what will you do in the end? when your neighbor has put you to shame. Debate your case with your neighbor, and do not disclose the secret to another, lest he who hears it expose your shame, and your reputation be ruined. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver, like an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, is a wise rebuker to an obedient ear. Like the cold of snow in time of harvest is a faithful messenger to those who send him, for he refreshes the soul of his masters. Whoever falsely boasts of giving is like clouds and wind without rain. By long forbearance a ruler is persuaded and a gentle tongue breaks a bone. Have you found honey? Eat only as much as you need, lest you be filled with it and vomit. Seldom set foot in your neighbor's house, lest he become weary of you and hate you. A man who bears false witness against his neighbor is like a club, a sword, and a sharp arrow. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint, like one who takes away a garment in cold weather, and like vinegar on soda is one who sings songs to a heavy heart. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For so you will heap coals of fire on his head, and the Lord will reward you. The north wind brings forth rain, and a backbiting tongue, an angry countenance. 
It is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. As cold water to a weary soul, so is good news from a far country. A righteous man who falters before the wicked is like a murky spring and a polluted well. It is not good to eat much honey, so to seek one's own glory is not glory. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Today I'm going to take a quick look at verse 17. Seldom set foot in your neighbor's house, lest he become weary of you and hate you. Friends, I think this is a good lesson for a number of things in life. I call this moderation. And regardless of what you do in life, I think as long as you do things in moderation, it's going to go well with you. But whenever you try to overdo something, you can definitely wear out your welcome. And that is what this verse is reminding us, is do not take advantage of your neighbor. It's okay to go over there every once in a while, but it should not be a daily habit of going in there unless you become very good friends, like family. But that is not usually the case when it comes with neighbors. Today what we're going to do is we're going to continue our study on the book of Exodus. And last week I went over the Ten Commandments on Wednesday and Thursday. And on Monday's podcast we went over the beginning of the law. But I do not want to focus on the law because the law was primarily a reminder from God even though God gave the law to Moses. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the covenant that God made with all of the Israelite people. But basically at the end of chapters 20, all of chapter 21, all of chapter 22, and all of chapter 23, we talk about the law that God gave to Moses and he was to share it with the people of Israel. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at chapter 24, and chapter 24 is the covenant that God made with his people. Beginning in chapter 24, I am going to read the entire chapter. It's not all that long. It's 18 verses, and then I'll go over a few thoughts that I have about this covenant that God made with his people. Now he said to Moses, and this is God talking, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and these are Aaron's two sons, and seventy of the elders of Israel. These seventy are referring to the seventy people that Moses had put in charge that we talked about in an earlier chapter. And worship from afar. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, 
but they shall not come near, nor shall the people go up with him. So Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all of the judgments. Now the judgments is the law that was given in chapters 20, 21, 22, and 23. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has said we will do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord. And he rose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and twelve pillars according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he sent young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen to the Lord. And Moses took half the blood and put it in basins and half the blood he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read in the hearing of the people. And here we're referring to the laws that were in chapters 20, 21, 22, and 23. And they said, All that the Lord has said we will do, and be obedient. And Moses took the blood sprinkled it on the people, and said, This is the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you according to all these words. Then Moses went up, also Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. Now I'm going to clarify here because it says only Moses can come near to God. So basically, Aaron and his two sons and the 70 people began to go up the mountain, but there was only a certain limit of place that they could go, and then they had to be held back. And they saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone, and it was like the very heavens in its clarity. But on the nobles of the children of Israel he did not lay his hand. So they saw God, and they ate and drank. So here I'm going to make reference to this, because there's another place in the Bible that it says, no one has seen God face to face. So when they said they saw God, my interpretation of this is that they saw some manifestation of God. When they said they saw his hand, there must have been something that appeared that looked like a hand and also like a foot. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and be there, and I will give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments which I have written that you may teach them. Okay, back in chapter 20 last week, we went over the Ten Commandments, but now God is going to actually write these commandments down on two tablets. So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God, and he said to the elders, 
Wait here for us until we come back to you. Indeed, Aaron and Hur are with you. If any man has a difficulty, let him go to them. Then Moses went up into the mountain, and a cloud covered the mountain. I really like the ending of this chapter. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Once again, I'm going to ask that you close your eyes and picture this. Moses is on this mountain and the cloud is there and there is a consuming fire. Just imagine how a regular person of the Israelites would respond to this. I'm sure there was a lot of fear. I'm sure there was a lot of awe. And I'm sure there was a lot of reverence for God. It did not take much to remind them of how just a few moments ago, maybe weeks, that God had taken them out of bondage. They had been in bondage for 430 years, and now they were free from the Egyptians. Every one of the Egyptian army that had followed them had died in the Red Sea. Friends, our call of action today, I'm going to continue, basically is very simple. Have an attitude of gratitude. I want you to have that and kind of make that your motto for the coming year. From here on out, have an attitude of gratitude and learn to become thankful each and every day for everything God has given you. Two things I am asking you to consider doing on a daily basis. One is simply to look for people that you can pay compliments to. And I'm asking you to do this maybe once a day. But friends, if you see that people are hurting and it looks like they are in anguish, and if you say a kind word to them, you may change their day and turn it completely around. And another thing is, look for opportunities on a regular basis to help people. If you see anyone in need, be quick to go over there and ask to lend them a hand. Friends, if you get in a lifestyle and a habit of doing this, I believe and declare, I'm speaking this over to you, that your life will begin to go much better. In the book of Galatians, it said, whatever you sow, that shall you also reap. So if you sow compliments and if you sow good deeds, 
those are going to come back to you. The suggested scripture reading for today, number one, read chapter 24 of the book of Exodus in its entirety. Number two, read the 23rd Psalm for the remainder of this week. And number three, go back to our proverb of the day, uh, Proverb 25, and read it in its entirety. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Friends, if there is anyone listening to this podcast today and you have never taken that step and you feel you would like to draw closer to God, I ask you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and setting a wonderful example of how each of us can live our lives every day. You were tempted in all areas, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Jesus, you set a great example for us, yet you were willing to die on a cross so that everyone listening to this podcast today would have all of their sins forgiven. Jesus, by doing that, you have reconciled me and anyone listening today to Almighty God himself. We now can come boldly to his throne of grace. I pray that you come into my heart, Jesus. I pray that you lead me and guide me from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, or if you have any questions about anything you heard on today's podcast, I ask that you reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And if you have anything in particular you'd like to ask, reach out to me on Messenger, and I'll get back with you as soon as I can. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.